0: This is the day the Lord has made. Come on, let's rejoice and be glad in it. I'm Dr. D.Z. Cofield, senior pastor here at the Good Oak Missionary Baptist Church, and I want to thank you for the privilege of your time. You could be anywhere doing anything, but you have taken out your time to be with us on today. And my prayer is, is that God would bless you in a powerful way. We are committed to loving God, loving all people, and changing the world in order to make disciples of Jesus Christ. And you're not watching us to make us a big church or to make me a big preacher you are watching in order to help us help you become the biggest and best Christian you can possibly be. In the midst of chaos and calamity, global grief, COVID numbers spiking, and all kinds of lunacy happening in our world and in our country, the good news today is that God is still on the throne. Our scripture reading today comes from Psalm 136. As we get ready to move into this Thanksgiving season and into the Holy Day season of the year, Psalm 136, beginning at verse 1. It's a long one, but I want you to join in with me because it's a powerful declaration to the Lord. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. For his mercy endures forever. Oh, give thanks to the God of gods, for his mercy endures forever. Oh, give thanks to the Lord of Lords, for his mercy endures forever. To him who alone does great wonders, for his mercy endures forever. To him who by wisdom made the heavens, for his mercy endures forever forever to him who laid out the earth above the waters for his mercy endures forever to him who made great lights for his mercy endures forever the sun to rule by day for his mercy endures forever the moon and stars to rule by night for his mercy endures forever This is the word of the Lord. Come on, let's go to God in prayer and ask God's blessings on our time today. Father, we bless you and we thank you for this day. We thank you, God, for just being with us in the midst of it all, for assuring us in the midst of difficulties, trials and tribulations, stress and anxiety. God, you are still God. And Father, I pray that you would help us to trust you more in the midst of all that we are going through. Now may you be glorified in this worship service. May your people be edified and may the devil be horrified and terrified at the life change that will take place because your word has gone forth. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Listen, y'all, as we get ready to move into this Thanksgiving season, this Thursday coming up, is thanksgiving day and i know for many of you the spirit of gluttony is already lingering around your house but here's what i want to do first of all i want you to remind i want to remind you today that it's always a blessing to be a blessing to somebody else our stuff the truck program is still going on this is our program to provide relief to those who are in the Gulf Coast area, specifically the Louisiana Gulf Coast, we've already taken one truckload of items there and funds and money to help people get back on their feet there. We've had a uh, record hurricanes this season. We want to continue to do that, especially in this Thanksgiving season. So I want to encourage you to give any amount in any way you feel led and i want you to know god is going to bless your giving also want to remind those of you who have not taken advantage of this the specialized telecommunication assistive program helps Texas residents who have a disability that interferes with their access to telephone networks, purchase basic specialized assistance equipment and or services. I want to encourage you, my brothers and sisters, to give us a call. Click the link on our website. Let us know how we can help you to get the technology you need in order to thrive during not just this pandemic, But as the world moves forward, technology is something that is going to be here for the rest of our lives. We might as well be prepared to use it so that we can grow in the midst of it. All right, let's get ready to go to praise and worship. Let's lift our voices in song wherever you are. Come on, put your hands together. Participate in our worship service as we get ready to lift our voices in song. God bless.
1: Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord, everybody! Praise the Lord. Come on, if you're glad to be alive today, right there in your kitchen, in your bedroom, or wherever you are, come on, open your mouth and make some noise! Hallelujah. We've come to celebrate Jesus, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the Sovereign God, the Holy God, the Faithful God, the Awesome God. Come on, somebody shout out to God! Hallelujah! Clap your hands, everybody. Paul, crown him Lord of all, ruler and the king, master of everything. Let's join with angels and let's crown him king of kings. King of kings. You are. Lord, of lords. Lord of lords, King of kings. King of kings Lord of Lords. King of Kings you are. Lord of Lord. straight fall and crown him lord of all ruler and the king master of everything let's join with angels and let's crown call on the name of Jesus right where you are. Come on, everybody, just say Jesus. Scripture says that demons tremble at the sound of his name, and we know that something happens when we call him. Every time I call on the name of Jesus, something happens. Every time I call on The name of Jesus, something, something happens. Everybody say every time. time Call Call on the the name of Jesus, Something, something, something happens every time I call. So I call on Jesus, matchless name, King of kings, and heaven will respond when I say, Jesus, He's the Lord of lords, the great I am, and He will come through. Come on, Pam, sing it.
2: Every time I call. On I need to match my provider. provider. And And every time I call on Jehovah for something. He will every time. time. Yes, he will. will He'll come through. I'm a living witness that he will. name of Jesus something happens
0: oh man there's something about the name of Jesus something about the name of Jesus when his name is spoken come on how many of you know put it in the chat if you agree with me something happens man demons tremble at the name of Jesus. Peace comes into your spirit at the name of Jesus. As something powerful happens at the name of Jesus. Thank you, praise team, for allowing the Lord to use you in such a powerful way. Let's go to God in prayer and ask God's blessings on our time. Father, we thank you and we bless you for this day. We pray now that you would bless your word as it goes forth. Hide me behind your cross so people can see you And hear from you. God, somebody who has been praying a very specific prayer. Somebody who needs to hear from you. Speak, Holy Spirit. Use your servant as you see fit. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. It was at the 2016 Democratic National Convention. First Lady Michelle Obama uttered a phrase that has become a catchphrase for many people. It went something like this. When they go low, we go high. Now she was referencing the ongoing race and upcoming debates that would take place between then Secretary of State Hillary Clinton and vice uh, presidential candidate, for the Republican Party, Donald Trump. She was referring to the bullying that was going on and the things that were being said, sometimes the lies that were being said. And Michelle Obama said when they go low, we go high. Now I have to admit there are many people who have changed that phrase who have said when they go low, we need to go lower and take them out. But her point was this. Going low is easy. This is what Michelle Obama said, which is why people go to it. It's easy to go low. It's easy to lead by fear. It's easy to be divisive. It's easy to make people feel afraid. And then she went on to say, for me, what I learned from my husband, what I learned from eight years in the White House This life, this world, our responsibility in it is so much bigger than us. When I want to go low, it's all about my own ego. It's not about solving anything. It's about seeking revenge on the thing that happened to you. My brothers and sisters, this is especially true when it comes to children of God. You see, over and over again, we're going to face opposition that's going to come at us on the low side. As a matter of fact, our enemy, the devil, who walks about as a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour, he is going to come at you low every chance he gets. The question is not, will he come low? The question is, how will you respond when he comes at you from the low side? I want to continue our series, Doing It God's Way. And I want to share with you part one of this message within this series. And this message is titled, How to Stay High When People Go Low. See, every one of us are going to have people who go low and come at us. And the question is, how do we stay high? How do we continue? to walk in who God has created us to be. How do we continue to exemplify a spirit-filled life? How do we continue to display the fruit of the spirit when people come at us and they're busy going low when we are working hard to stay high? Our foundational text for this series is 2 Samuel chapter 6 and David gives us a tremendous picture of what it means to stay high when people go low. You will recall David is ushering the ark of God back into the city of David. The ark of God was the visible ocular representation of the presence of God. And he's bringing back the ark of God after it had been absent and out of the care of the people of God for many years. It was captured at the Battle of Aphek. You remember when Hophni and Phinehas were killed, the Philistines took the Ark of God and took it back to Philistia. Uh, some things happened in the temple, and they quickly got it out of there and sent it back on a new cart and sent it on its way, heading back towards the people of God. It resided in the home of Obed-Edom. David goes down with 30,000 troops. He goes down with the intentions to bring the ark of God back to the city of David, but he ran into a problem because while he went down with good intentions, he didn't go prepared to follow God's instructions. And the Bible says Uzzah, who reached out his hand and touched the ark when the cart wobbled when the oxen stumbled at Nacon's threshing floor. The Bible says Uzzah died upon touching the ark of God. They stopped and deposited the ark of God at Obed-Edom's house. For 90 days it stayed there. And the Bible says for 90 days everything in Obed-Edom's house was blessed. David gets word. He now goes to Obed-Edom's house not as a worrying king but he goes as a worshiping servant he's not wearing armor he's wearing a priestly tunic he goes to bring the ark of god back to the city of david he comes back to the city of david and he is rejoicing you remember he's blessing god he's praising god and then he blesses the people of god which brings us to our passage today beginning at verse 16 we get a preview of what David is going to have to deal with when his wife, Michal, looks upon him with disdain. She is livid. She is mad. She is upset. Because while she understands traditionally how a king should act, she sees David worshiping, whirling, dancing, exposing himself. And she says basically, Uh, My husband has no business acting like this. Kings don't act like this. And it's at this point, David has to make a decision. She goes low. Will he go low or will he stay high? Here's the first thing I want you to see. Number one, if you're going to stay high when people go low, realize the Lord is blessing you right now realize the Lord is blessing you right now. David had to recognize the very present blessings of God in his life. Listen to the word of the Lord. 2 Samuel chapter 6 beginning at verse 16. But as the ark of the Lord entered the city of David, Michal, the daughter of Saul, looked down from her window. When she saw King David leaping And dancing before the Lord, she was filled with contempt for him. The ark of the Lord was placed inside the special tent that David had prepared for it, and David sacrificed burnt offerings and peace offerings to the Lord. David comes into the city of David, and he is rejoicing. He is praising God, and all of the people are praising God. They are blessing the Lord, and then David brings the ark of God, into the special tent that had been prepared for it, and he offers his sacrifice to God, and then he blesses the people. Everyone is blessed. Everyone is rejoicing except for Mekah. David's wife, the Bible says, has contempt. David is rejoicing in part because God had given him another chance. I told you earlier, you remember when they brought the ark of God from Abinadab's house, Uzzah died. David felt bad because while his intentions were good, he clearly was ignorant of God's instructions. And the Bible says he comes back the next time he is determined not to cart the ark, but to carry the ark. And the Bible says God gave him another chance from Obed-Edom's home. Someone in here right now, somebody who's watching right now, come on, give me a thumbs up. Give me a heart. Give me some love and let me know that you understand the blessing when God gives you another chance. Somebody right now, you, you need to say, you know what, I, I praise God. I thank God for him giving me another chance. And listen to me carefully. He has not only given you another chance in your past, he's giving you another chance right now. God wants you to rejoice in your right now blessings, your present tense Blessings. Even in the midst of difficulties, in the midst of trials and tribulations, guess what? You are still being blessed right now. You may be saying, Pastor, you don't know how hard it is. And I'm going to say to you, you don't know how hard it could be. I heard somebody erroneously say, well, you know, God won't put more on you than you can bear. No, absolutely, that is false. God will put more on you than you can bear so you will learn how to rely, trust, and depend upon him. And if you feel like right now there is too much on you and there is more on you than you can bear, I dare you to turn to God. And ask God to help you carry that load. Matter of fact, not even help you carry the load, turn the load over to God. So that you stop focusing on how big your problems are and start focusing on how big and awesome your God is. David recognized going into the city of David with the ark of God that God was blessing him at that moment. Hallelujah, somebody. And I need you to know God is blessing you right now. Right now, wherever you are, wherever you're watching. Some 130 countries right now are watching us. I need you to put in the chat room, let us know where you're watching from, in the U.S. or around the world. Let us know where you're watching from. We want to celebrate God blessing you right now. But here's the second and final thing. Not only if you're going to stay high when people go low, do you need to realize the Lord is blessing you right now, but here's the second and final thing. Number two, remember the Lord has blessed you in your past. Remember the Lord has blessed you in your past. Watch what David says. Watch what David says. Remember, now verse 16, the ark of the Lord comes into the city of David, right? Michal, the daughter of Saul, looks down from her window. She saw King David leaping and dancing before the Lord. She was filled with contempt for him. Look at verse 20. When David returned home to bless his family, Michal came out to meet him and said in disgust how glorious the king of Israel looked today. He exposed himself to the servant girl's like any indecent person might do. I'm reading from the New Living Translation. Now listen to me carefully. David comes to the city of David with the ark of God and he blesses God. They get the ark of David to the tent specially prepared and David blesses the people. And the Bible says when the people were blessed, They took the provisions that they were blessed with, and they went home. And David is on his way home to do what? Bless his household. That's what the Bible says. He was going to bless his household. And the Bible says, when David returned home to bless his family, Michal came out and said in disgust. Wait a minute. Did you see that? David is on his way to bless his family and she comes out and interrupts the procession that's on the way to bless the family. In her contempt, in her disdain, in her bitterness, she literally shortcuts and short circuits the blessings of God and keeps the blessings of God from arriving at her household. David is going to bless the family, but she has such a bad attitude that she keeps the blessings of God from even getting to the family. Listen to me carefully. You don't ever want to be too bitter to be blessed. You don't ever want to block your own blessings because of a bad attitude. You don't ever want to prematurely jump out and get in the way of God blessing you. Boy, I wish I had a witness in this place somewhere. David is on his way to bless his family. Now, here's what's interesting. That idea of blessing is so big that you really have trouble defining it. And the reason you have trouble defining it is because God is so big, you really can't limit God. In other words, there are so many ways that God could have blessed his family. There are so many ways God could have blessed his household. But whatever blessing was on the way was stopped. Never made it to the front door because Michal jumps out and stops David on the way. My brothers and sisters, listen to me. You have to be careful and recognize that when people go low, people who go low can rob you of your own blessings if you go low to meet them low. You have to learn how to stay high even when people go low. You see, there are certain people in your life, I know this is true for me, that are almost like barometers, you, you know, barometric pressure, when it goes up, or goes down. It lets you know uh, the weather that's on the way and what's happening. Uh, is rain coming? Is a cold front coming, right? And there are some people who are like barometers. They'll, they'll let you know that blessings are on the way. And, and listen to me carefully. You'll know a blessing is on the way when they act a fool. Like when they act a fool, you'll be like, okay, ooh, thank you, Lord, okay? man, God, you must be getting ready to do something great (laughs) because the only time this person really, really clowns is when a blessing is on the way. David hears the words of Michal, and listen to what David says. Verse 21, David retorted to Michal, I was dancing before the Lord who chose me above your father and his family. He appointed me as the leader of Israel, the people of the Lord. He, here's what David does. Here's what David does. I told you, you got to remember what the Lord has done. Here's what David does. Michal comes at him and she goes low. And David remembers. Now, he's already looking in his presence. And he sees that God is blessing him because God has allowed him to walk back into the city of David with the ark of God. So God is blessing him right now. But David says, wait a minute, hold on. He says, when I look back over my life, he says, and I see that God chose me above your father and his family and he appointed me as the leader of Israel, the people of the Lord. So I am willing to act like a fool in order to show my joy in the Lord. David remembered what the Lord had already done. God had blessed David. David could think back over his life and how uh, the Lord had watched over him when he was a shepherd boy taking care of his father's sheep. Uh, He could look back and see how David kept him, how God kept him, when he went into battle against the giant Goliath. David could look back and see how the Lord had kept him when he had gone into battles against the Philistines. David could rejoice and see how the Lord kept him and chose him when Saul was determined to take his life. David looked back and rejoiced at what God had done. One of the big mistakes we make is we allow what people are doing to us and taking us through today to cause us to miss remembering what God has done in our yesterday. We get so caught up in what we're going through right now that we forget to celebrate the God who has already brought us through. And somebody said it like this, he brought me too far to leave me now. If he brought me this far, why would God leave me now? Now, you've got to stop focusing on the negativity of the day. When the negativity of the day shows up and remember the positivity of your yesterdays. You've got to remember what God is doing and what God has done. You see, what people have done wrong is they miss what God has done right. They they focus on what other people have done wrong. And they forget to focus on what God has done right. David focused on how God had blessed him. My brothers and sisters, listen to me carefully. If you're going to stay high when people go low, don't allow the negativity of others to disrupt or define your day or to trouble your person. There's somebody watching right now. I feel it in my spirit. There's somebody watching right now. Listen, You you have been in a bad place. And it's not because God put you in a bad place. It's because you let somebody else put you in a bad place. I was walking through the airport one day and I saw a book, had a cute title. It said, if people are driving you crazy, take away the keys. We've got to learn how to stop allowing other people to take us low when God is trying to keep us high. Here's what I want you to know. When you look back in your life, the same God who blessed you back then is the God who can bless you right now. He did it before. He can do it again. Same God right now, same God back then. Come on, say that with me if you will. He did it before. He can do it again. Same God right now, same God back then. That's why you need to rejoice. You need to recognize not only is God blessing you right now, but God, my brothers and sisters, not only is he blessing you right now, but he's blessed you in your yesterday. So when somebody's trying to get you to go low, (laughs) tell them, "Uh uh-uh, I'm not going. God is being right now too good to me, and God has been too good to me to allow you to take me where the devil wants me to go, I'm going to rejoice and remember what the Lord has done. Let me close with Psalm 124, beginning at verse 1. If it had not been the Lord who was on our side, let Israel now say, if it had not been the Lord who was on our side, when people rose up against us, Then they would have swallowed us up alive when their anger was kindled against us. Then the flood would have swept us away. The torrent would have gone over us. Then over us would have gone the raging waters if it had not been for the Lord. Well, thanks be to God that the Lord is on your side and the Lord is on my side. Let's pray. Father, thank you for today. We pray now in the name of Jesus uh, that you would bless as only you can. Thank you for your word that has gone forth. God, I pray for somebody who has been watching. I pray for somebody who has been listening. Father God, I pray right now in the name of Jesus that your word has found fertile ground in the hearts and minds of people. Even this week, God, somebody's going to be challenged. Somebody's going to be challenged uh, by friends and family members. Somebody's going to be challenged because of stress and anxiety. Uh, Somebody's going to be challenged in the midst of festivities. Somebody's going to go low. And I pray, God, by your Holy Spirit, that you would help them to stay high so that you're glorified in the midst of it all. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. My brothers and sisters, I want to thank you for being with us on today. Now, if you are watching right now and God is doing something, the Holy Spirit is moving in your life, I want to give you an opportunity to make a decision for Jesus Christ. I believe wholeheartedly that the word of God, when it goes forth, it always deserves a response. You have to say either yes or no to the word of God. And if you're watching right now and you've never asked the Lord Jesus Christ into your life and you want to know how to become a Christian. I want you to click on the link, click on the button, go to our website, download our app and click on the button that says, I want to become a Christian, but how? And we'll walk you through how to ask Jesus Christ into your life. If you're looking for a church home and you want to become part of the Good Hope Church virtually, we would love for you to do that. We've got some exciting things coming up. I got to tell you, our staff is working really, really hard. And come the first of the year, man, we've got some tremendous things that we're going to be launching because I want to help facilitate your discipleship wherever you are in the United States, wherever you are in the world. I want to help you become all that you can possibly be. the glory of God and so if you want to know how to become part of our church family click the link and we'll walk you through how to become part of our church family if you just got saved and you're wondering what the next steps are we love to tell you that as well just click on the link it says I just got saved now what what do I do and we have five suggestions that you can take and implement in your life to help you begin your walk with the Lord. Thank you so much for being with us on today. If you want to worship the Lord in giving, I want to thank our members again for the tremendous faithfulness that you have displayed. Man, I I cannot tell you how how proud I am of our church, Uh, not just in your giving financially, but in your giving in terms of being a blessing to others. Um, I've told you over the last couple of weeks, we got the tally. 466,000 pounds of food we have distributed over the last year and and that didn't get distributed magically or whimsically that got distributed by volunteers people who come out on Tuesdays to pack up food and Wednesdays to distribute food Uh, this past week we had over 324 family units blessed close to a thousand people blessed That's just one week. And and we have people coming every week. We have people coming all during the week. We're able to bless them because of you, because of your faithfulness, because of your giving. We're getting ready to launch our next set of full-time missionaries. Man, I'm so excited. Several years ago, the Chins went out on the mission field full-time to the country of Ghana. And God has blessed them and elevated. And now uh, Lloyd and Jan Chin. They are the directors of World Venture Africa. They're over all of Africa. Well, we're getting ready to send out our second set of full-time missionaries. Reverend Mark and Sister Marshall Sloan will be going to the country of Uganda, and we are raising support for them. And if you'd like to give in support of this effort, uh, they need to raise some $80,000 in order to go out on the mission field because there's so many things that they have to pay for in advance. Our church has already made our commitment in terms of what we're going to give next year on a monthly basis in support of the Sloans, Um, but we need to raise more money for them so they can get on the mission field and help our brothers and sisters in Uganda become all that God wants them to be. And so if you'd like to give towards that, You can put that in the mission category and you can give and be a blessing to them as well. And pray about being a monthly supporter of the gospel going forward in the country of Uganda. All right. Last but not least, hey, remember God is doing something wonderful in you. Now listen, this Thursday is Thanksgiving Thursday and we will have our Thanksgiving devotional ready for you Thursday morning Thursday 10 o'clock I want you to gather all of your family all of your friends now I know a lot of our family they're not going to be coming in town like usual Um, I hope you're being wise around these COVID cases going up you want to err on the side of caution but here's what I would encourage you to do call your family members man listen do dinner virtually right or if you do nothing else do church virtually Send them a link, tell them to come to our website and they can have part of their Thanksgiving day spent with you in our Thanksgiving day service. We will have singing, we will have praying and scripture reading, we will have a devotional message and we're going to take time out on Thanksgiving morning to give thanks to the one to whom honor is due and that's the Lord. That's going to be Thanksgiving day at 10 a.m. Central Time, 10 a.m. Central Time, all right? And you'll be able to catch the reruns and repeats. You'll be able to go to our website and see it again, worship on demand, but make sure you participate with us. And everything that we raise on Thanksgiving Day will be given to the Sloans in support of them going to Uganda. So that's going to be this Thursday coming up, all right? God is doing something wonderful in you keep on letting them do it. God is doing something wonderful in me as well. Until next time, God bless you. That's my prayer.
1: something wonderful in you.